Spoiler warning! In this episode, we do an in-depth review of Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Roll the dice. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Stupid, mindless band. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. Lot that, that's, that's, our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now, back to our show. Hey, geeks! Blue Samurai here! Don't- and I'm with Rebeculus. And we're with I'm still Paul. And it's episode fifty-two. Fifty-two, and we're certain about that. Yeah, we are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. In fact, I'm going to check right right now. Yes, fifty-two. Okay. Mm. And Excellent. we got a great show. We do. Yes, we got Don't we always? Part due. I think that's is that due? Did I get that right? Duh. It's okay. duh. Duh. Well duh. anyway. Two of the Waterdeep Dragon Heist review, and this time we have the DM's spoilerific version. Yes. So if you're a player that's going to play this, don't listen. Unless, of course, you're chaotic evil, you should definitely listen to this episode. <laughs> or if you're really good at separating what the player knows versus what the character knows. Or if they just want to cheat. That's just true. Listen. That's true. And I did that. There was a lot of things that I knew that I didn't say anything. Yeah, I, I don't want to know anything. I don't even listen to... Um, Many episodes of um, Dragon Talk because they 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 talk about things that are going to be right. in the next. But he listens all the to time. it later. I listen because to he, it later because right. I love Dragon Talk. Yes. I like to read the last pages in books before I read the books. I want to know what's going to happen. Like the biblical. I want to know who dies before right. I start watching this movie. I don't like okay. to be surprised. Okay, understood. Unless you're going to give me a million dollars, then freaking surprise me. <laughs> mm. But that's the only thing. The only big, the only thing. That's the biggest thing we got going on for this episode. Yeah, but we've got other things going on, and of course we got some con news. We've got some tabletop game news. But before we do that, let me just remind everyone that uh, we are available on all the platforms out there. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can check us out on SoundCloud. I think it's, I think it's called Apple Play now, not iTunes. Um, it's um, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, okay. Uh, Stitcher, Google Play, yada, yada, yada. Is anybody yada. out there using Overcast as a podcast? That's, that's, that's a new one. Yeah, sure um, I am. Okay, well, that's great. Right. Well, I guess we're on Overcast or, too. Then. you know what you can do to communicate the fact that you're using particular podcasts? You can Call you what? at home? Or? Send a subspace message. Yes. Smoke or, signal. Telepathy. Yeah. Or you can just email us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com or Facebook us at Geeks of Cascadia and Twitter at Geeks of Cascadia. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Instagram? Did We have we, that too. We do. We it's do. hard to communicate through pictures. We do. Not necessarily. <laughs> I'm sure there plenty of cavemen would be insulted. So, uh, what do we got for con news, Paul? Con news. We got some super fun stuff. Uh-huh. Um, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of Flying Heritage and Combat Armor Museum. Yes. I mean, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Everyone likes fighter planes and tanks, I think. Who doesn't? They're, yeah. they're Who wonderful. Doesn't? Yeah. 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 Um, well, they've got the, their, um, their, their, their big event is, uh, is Sky Fair. It's coming up July 20th. Isn't that a James Bond movie? Um, I think that's Skyfall. Oh. Yeah. 
So um, they, they, they're flying airplanes, they're driving tanks around, they're shooting guns. This all happens in Everett. Um, Do they drive Penfield. tanks over airplanes? They might. That I would They watch. might. So it's a, a sampling. This um, is, um, starts at 10 a.m. when the doors open. And some of the artifacts they're going to have, they're going to have a, a Hellcat flying demonstrations with a Hellcat, a P-51, a P-40, a Hurricane, and a B-25. Um, they're going to demonstrate a, an 88 flat gun, Sherman Ooh. tank, an M60, an M31A half track, mm-hmm. a um, Kettencraft Dodd. I think it's a German sure, one. Sure, absolutely. Kettencraft Dodd. Kettencraft Dodd. Spitfire, Hurricane, P47. It's going to be totally cool. It's going to be very noisy around my house. Mm. Um, you going? No. Why don't you I go? Work, I work on the weekends. You should take oh. that off and, and I already took do, right. do an interview of some interesting folks at That's the right. fair near your home. Well, what I'm going to do instead do is... Oculus did that. I, I took off... Not the, even near my home. <laughs> what did you I, take I off? I took off, um, the, I think it's the following Sunday, that's mm-hmm. the induction of Victor Martinez into the Hall of Fame. Are you going to interview people there? I'm going to sit on my couch and drink beer and watch Edgar Martinez get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, maybe you can interview yourself. I could. Yes, <laughs> okay, or my wife. There you go. Great. <laughs> she swears too much. <laughs> so that's super fun. Uh-huh. Saturday, um, July 20th, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. Um, and jumping to August, we've got the Washington Midsummer Renaissance Fair, August 3rd and 4th in Bonnie Lake. Oh. Oh, okay. Bonnie Lake. Yes, because oh, it's such a nice, pretty lake. Sorry. And my whole internet just stopped working at all. Looks really cool. Starts at 10 a.m. They're also doing the next weekend as well. I just want to say, the 10th and 11th. We had a green screen. We could do some little Renaissance. I'm not doing all the. I'm barely able to do the work that I do now. You could be like a knight. I could be a jester, and then Paul can be be a a hunk of meat. I will. I have a jester hat. I have one. We also have uh, August 9th through 11th is Kuro Nikokan in um, Spokane, Washington. What's it called? As Kuro Nikokan. Pretty it's good. A, it's an anime convention. He's trying to trip as up. a as a Japanese person, I uh, yeah. They didn't are you okay Japanese? <laughs> I am. Yeah. You didn't know that. Well, you're an ease of a kind. I am an ease. But yeah. <laughs> they have a bunch of cosplay and anime <laughs> stuff going on. Um, your anime paradise in Spokane. Oh, okay. Uh, it is forty dollars. Didn't know I had an anime for the full paradise. weekend badge. Also going on in Spokane, the same weekend, a competing convention. Oh, my God. What? Really? Why are they doing this? They should not. Spokon. Oh, I love that. See what they did with that? Spokon. That's a cool thing. It's a a science fiction and fantasy convention. So Mm -hmm. if you like nerdy stuff that isn't anime, there's a con for you going on that same weekend. They should fight each other. Oh, it's at the (laughs) the historic Davenport Hotel, which I hear is very nice. It is nice. I've been there. All right. Mm -hmm. And so that looks really cool. And also coming up in August is one of my favorite conventions. It is called Dragonflight. Ooh, it, I've got a suite there. Yeah, I've got a suite there as well. All right. Not the fancy one that you have. I do not. Once again, I'll be throwing food down at your feet. That's right. Yes. It's going to be Hunger Games <laughs> style go. again. Yes. Um, so um, game, game signups for um, Dragonflight are live. They just went live on the first. Mm-hmm. So if, you want, if there was a game you want to play... Um, get on tabletop.events and sign up for it. Is there going to awesome. be a Yahtzee table? You never know. Whatever you want. That might be how they roll. It's nice sure. to know Yahtzee's not frowned upon. Yahtzee's a fun game. It's Yahtzee's a good game. Stood the test of time. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. So we'll be there. We will be there. We will oh, be there. One of us got to We got to email them. We got to get a media badge. I was, just gonna, I was just going to pay for it. 
Well, we gotta get. We're gonna need probably a media badge. Okay. Maybe we yeah. should discuss this. A table. Yeah, we'll do that later. <laughs> this is offline. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do our planning. Yeah. Another time. Speaking of yeah. planning, Orcon is coming up. In, nope. What? In, wow. In, in okay. January. Mm-hmm. 10th, 11th, and 12th. Um, if you want to run a game, game, some, game submissions just went live today for OrcaCon. So go to the website, orcacon.org, and um, fill out the form to s- submit the games that you want to run. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't fill it out, um, they're not going to let you run your game. <laughs> uh, uh, right. <laughs> but um, then book a room. We've got food trucks again, tons of game space, more parking this year. Those are good food trucks. I wish I had They're very good there food enough trucks. where I could have I, sampled. The person who was in charge them. of food trucks does a very good job, but yeah. she's very selective. Yeah. Well, good. Yes. And that's what I have for convention news. All right. That's, that was that's great. Thank you. I know. I feel like we should positively reinforce each other after we've we done should. a segment. Actually, could you do a big shout out? Because we should thank them. This um, I know. And I always thank Tabletop Gaming News because... They're awesome. That's how I get my tabletop gaming news. But on this, there's a Facebook page for all the the conventions. North Northwest Convention League. It's, it's um, NWCL. If you search that on Facebook, it'll take you right there. There's a list of all the conventions that are going on. No, colder. No, and I can't hmm? make a word out of that. North- Sorry. <laughs> I'm joining the group. That's good. Wow. He's joining right As now. As Geeks of Cascade. Live on yeah, the air. He's joining. They've got a pins tweet that they update, and there's a, a giant list of all the conventions going on in the near to not near future. Well, uh, I'm sure we have some awesome gaming news. Rebeculous, what do you got? Well, we do have some awesome gaming news. And this was new last week. It's not quite as new, so I can't find the page. But this one's mm-hmm. for Polly. Still Polly. Oh, yeah. There's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, board Buffy game the that you can, uh, They're doing you that now again. buy everywhere. This is like the third one, I think, they Is made. it really? I, I was not aware of this. I just thought you'd want to be kept abreast of I, all I things Buffy. I do want to be kept abreast. Um, yes, by Jasco Games. Uh, you can oh. be either Buffy or Willow or Spike. I know I can't find it. That's not here. it. No, no, this is the other one. Don't look at my stuff. It won't be a surprise. Um, so that, that one's Voldemort. <laughs> you and your friends will help Buffy defeat the town, uh, defend the town of Sunnydale from an onslaught of vampires and demons, of course, because that's what she does. So, and then something about keeping the Hellmouth from opening. So, Jasco Games. It's cool. a great name for a D&D character, isn't it? Jasco? Jasco is a great name. And now I can't use it because yeah. it's here. Uh, so as you just saw... People kill your character, character and then... Um, kill my character. Kill character. Make a new one. Uh, so <laughs> as you were looking over my shoulder, there is also a Harry Potter. New Harry Potter game. Has there been other Harry Potter games so far? Yes. There must be. There yes. Must be done. Uh, Death Eaters Rising. Ooh. It's from USAopoly, and supposedly it's... Uh, um, kind of built around the fifth movie, uh, Order of the Phoenix. Awesome. Something like that. Yes. Right? Uh, so it's a bunch of misfit wizards versus he who must not be named. Voldemort. That's the guy that you're not supposed to name. Um, and it's a card and dice game, and it looks really fun. It's a pretty, pretty box. And there's a picture of Ralph Fiennes with his flat nose on there. He's oh, I'm glad scary. I wore my um, Quidditch shirt today. I'm, see? Me too. That's neat. What position do you play? Um... Bludger? 
<laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> uh, so Kickstarter is where I got some of these. Um, uh, Mini Blitz by Blitz Built Games. This looks so cute to me. It's probably a kid's game. I don't know, but it looks really cute. It's it's Legos. Legos and cards. You use little Lego minifigures and equipment cards, and you can play by yourself with a little starter deck, or you can have uh, two to four players. Um, they're almost funded. There's two weeks left to go on Kickstarter. Mini Blitz and... Um, it says all they have to do is pay the printer. So I don't know what that means if the printer is holding their stuff hostage. Or maybe their kids. Yeah, or maybe the kids. I don't know. But anyway, looks cute. Uh, Mini Blitz, Lego game. Children of the Beast is a, is a game by this person from Seattle named Nicholas Kitts. And it's <laughs> it's like Bloodborne meets d and I don't know, Bloodborne. Have you played Bloodborne? I, I don't know. But I play d and It is a tabletop monster hunting RPG where you evolve your character by consuming the creatures you kill. Now, I don't want to get too involved, but look at it. Wow. Look at we have the it doing right that. there. Right and then there. do you have a D&D one next Paul, to could, it? So yeah, we could can you do that? Could a digital Bloodborne right like there? That? I might. That's great. Yeah, okay, great. So uh, so basically, uh, 10 years ago, a disease began to spread, and it twisted the bodies of the infected, making them sprout limbs and eyes from every orifice. says that right here, and mm. I wanted to read that uh, sentence. Gross. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm not even going to read anymore. That's, that's... Even my cloaca? And even out of your <laughs> cloaca. Just pulled out cloaca. No, that's good. <laughs> wow, you know, not everybody has one. Why do you guys know more zoology than I freaking do? That's not right. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, you're supposed to stop the... Uh, I really just wanted to read that sentence. So you're supposed to stop the spread of the disease, and all the players have this immune immunity. You're not going to sprout eyes and limbs out of every orifice. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Children of the Beast. <laughs> Maniacal laughter. When you edit the Very sound, nice. please do something. I can just do it myself. Okay, that's really good. Um, it comes with a free companion app for Android, um, and they have adventures and kind of like the D&D Beyond thing for... Children of the Beast. Uh, we have this uh, little thing called Dance Card that is also on uh, Kickstarter here. I didn't even click on this because it gave me bad high school flashbacks. <laughs> did you use dance cards in high school? Wow. <laughs> what, what year did you go to school? 1930? Well, I lived, grew up in Minnesota, so we, cool. have, we have an excess of You were a things. flapper? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to respond to that. So, uh, yeah, Kickstarter, you fill your dance card, and whoever uh-huh. dances with everyone on their dance card first wins, and, and there's a whole bunch of little faces that you can punch out and put in your dance card, and there's little uh-huh. figurines, and I don't know, I can't see close enough to see if there's like nerds or like cool kids or jocks there. Hopefully there, they represented there, everybody. Are there like wallflowers yeah. and oh, stuff? They don't like want to dance? Wow, um, cool. I don't know. If you don't want to dance, I don't know. Huh? I don't know. They're well, maybe Paul can maybe put the picture right here. <laughs> maybe yeah, I can. Maybe you could. <laughs> dance card from somebody from some game. <laughs> On Kickstarter right <laughs> now. Somebody. Kickstarter, yes. That's okay. okay. All right, hold on. I have, I have one more. Don't okay, go. Dude, don't right, go. We're not going anywhere. All right. We have uh, Urzan, Urzan. Liberty Core. This is, I don't normally, this is a game that you need to have a 3D printer for if you're one of those rare people that so, has one. Those that have but one. But check this out. Okay. It's so freaking cute. I can't even stand it. Uh, it is, it is a, it's from Ill-Gotten Games. Um, the goal's already been met like a hundred times over. Stop hitting the table. And it, it is teddy bear soldiers. And they have all kinds of oh, different teddy bears. Oh, I know, cool. yeah. Do they explode in balls of I don't think stuffing? so, because that's what you're printing out of your mm-hmm. 3D oh, printer. Okay. And there's little teddy bears, and they have little commandos and They look like Ewoks. Yes, teddy bears. Yes, I think that's the whole thing. Commando Urzan, teddy I mean, bears are just Ewoks. 
Are they just trying not to get sued? Is that the thing? Possibly. That Possibly. Yeah, okay. Well, they didn't have this big purple thing in Star Wars. Okay. So, yeah. No, they didn't. But it look, looks really cool. Look, you you should whole, get it. It's the ULC, the Urzan Liberty Corps. There's there's mm-hmm. ground pounders. Is that an army term? <laughs> infantry. <laughs> Special infantry. weapons, field commander, mm-hmm. medic, and commandos. Mm-hmm. You know, going commando. Are they wearing Could pants? Mean they're not all sorts of things. They're not wearing pants. Wow. They are, in fact, all going commando. And all it's so right. cute because they're teddy bears. It's not dirty at all. Anyway, Urzan Liberty Corps, ULC right. from Ill-Gotten Games. Uh, I have, um, no, nah, I don't want to do Ascension of the Galaxy. That looked really cool, actually, Ascension of the Galaxy. But it looked kind of like, it looked kind of uh, like something else. Okay. But uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right. Wait a minute. Buffy, Harry Potter. Dance card, Children of the Beast. Yeah, I'm done. Wait, All I got right. one. Wait, oh, okay. Go ahead. Jump in. Um, so we don't want to be remiss and not talk about the uh, oh, that's right. the D&D Essentials Kit, yes. which is now no. cur- currently yes. only available at yes. Target. Right. Um, but it's going to be available everywhere here in a week or so. Right. right. And if you buy it at Target, though, they give you a coupon so that you can get it free on D&D Beyond. What's you don't it? get Why that if you buy it at the game store? No. Oh, Not yet, that's anyway. too bad. I don't know. What's in it? Um, because What's in it? What's everything in it? you need to play Dungeons and Dragons. Everything? Yes. Everything. Is there mm-hmm. a sack? Dice, character sheets. Are there sacks for your dice? You for keep... those of us who don't have sacks. You can for just, our dice, you can just come keep 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 track of your dice yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. the really, couple really cool things is um, you can play this one on one, one yes. player, one DM. Right. Because there's there's this new sidekick system where you can have the, a player and a sidekick player, which so, is pretty cool. Because they have cool. that in our game actually. Yeah, you have a sidekick. Yeah, and actually, can, it sounds like it would be boring one on one. No, no, no. It's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. It's still cooperative storytelling. Yeah. Levels one through six, uh, the dungeon itself is called, or the campaign itself is called Dragon of Ice Pyre Peak. So maybe a dragon's involved? I don't know. What if you're playing with your buddy and you like just got in a fight or something and then you're like playing and you, you, have you to just like. Find a new buddy. Right. Or <laughs> you use the game to build a bridge back to each other. That's right. Aww. Thank you. Whoever's editing, put a little heart. The more you know, <laughs> Rainbow. Okay. So go ahead, Steve. Yes, I've got two things that I want to talk about, and that is from Forge World. We've got a new figurine for the Necromunda game that from um, Games Workshop. So those opposed to House Cador must face judgment. Those within House Cador must remain vigilant. Why? Because the headsman isn't going to just hang out doing nothing all day, oh, that's and that's for nice. Necromunda. I, I miss Necromunda. I can't play it anymore because nobody around here near, near me plays it, or I... Or maybe somebody does, and you can just email me, and we can play. The other thing I want to give a shout-out to, and I just noticed, is Pacific Rim Extinction, Extinction now available for pre-order from River Horse? Question mark? Yeah, I think that's a game company, but anyway. H-O-R-S-E? Yeah, River Horse. Like okay, because that's not what I'm hearing. And a horse. Uh, ex- <laughs> Anyway, uh, so if you like fighting kaiju and you like those movies, uh, Pacific Rim, check that out. So it's available for pre-order. Um, I'm looking at it. It's like, ooh, got some pretty cool figures. It's got a little big kaiju and a big, um, what do you call those, uh, uh, Jaegers, right? Jaegers? Right? I think they're called the Jaegers, yes, from the movie. But anyway, it's cool. Check it out. So, you oh, yes, that movie, yes. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm 100% paying you. attention now. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> so, um, I think that's about it we have for news, con news, and everything else. We should probably just go right into our great review. One oh, more, yeah. The one more go, thing we got to talk ahead, about. Go ahead. I love it when people leave comments on our YouTube videos. 
did you get my email? I did. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank you, Jeff Rainwater. Thank you, Jeff. For watching a video yes. and commenting that the, um, Blue Samurai is great. Yes, I hope you rated us. Oh, man. Please. Please. Did he really please. Say pretty that? please. Pretty please. That you're great. Yeah, that's pretty it nice. Did. It was Thank the, the OrcaCon tour. We mm-hmm. might do one of those that's for Dragonflight if we remember. Yes. Are you going to Dragonflight? Sure. We can do interviews and like yeah. be included yeah. in shit, or are you guys going to shun me? Absolutely. I'm sorry, I no. said shit. <laughs> twice. I just did twice. Well, we do got to get <laughs> media badges, okay. but we will talk about that later. Yes. So, with that, let's go into the review. Spoiler, 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 spoiler of Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Yes. Yep, that's the thing. Really <laughs> let's do that. That's it. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. Hey, geeks. Welcome to Behind the DM Screen. I'm Blue Samurai. I'm Steve. I'm Rebeculous. I'm still Paul. And welcome to part two of Waterdeep Dragon Heist Game Review. This is the DM's version, so it's going to be spoilery. So spoiler warnings. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. 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 That's right. Lots of spoilers. Um, So we're going to go in-depth into this. We're going to tell a lot of secrets about it. We're going to talk about our experience. And I would like to say that our review of uh, the campaign is is the best it is the best because great. I've watched other reviews on other podcasts <laughs> and they haven't actually played it yeah why, why review something you haven't I played I know it's like how do you know it. you like, know who you are it's like when people review video games before they come out <laughs> that's right how does that work I don't know it's like I, they like read the book and they go well I think this campaign is blah de blah blah well, how do you know <laughs> never played it well I do want to put a shout out to the people that designed this so I'm going right off the book uh, Chris Perkins, lead designer, uh, James Heck, um, uh, Matt Cernet, also... You're skipping ones you can't... I, well, because I can't Adam see Lee. Adam Lee. Just say their first I can't names. even oh. see it. Yeah, I should Go probably get put, put your glasses on. I should do that. I can't seem to find it. But a, a big old shout-out to Kate Irwin, who is the art director, who got all the wonderful artists who, um, who made their little art. Yeah, the art's great. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. The art's great. Kate. Super good. In fact, if you if you ever have a first edition module, or you can Google it and compare the art today's <laughs> art, far superior. Oh, far Earl superior. Otis was the best D and D artist ever. So, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Again, this is the DM's version. I do want to say a couple of things that um, I want to correct some mistakes that we might have made, and some things that we kind of hid because it was the player's version last time. Uh, for one, the City of Dead. I had mentioned that nothing really happens there. Um, you can't really, there's no things to look for. The reason we said that is because it was the player's version. There's actual tombs and dungeons there that you can explore, but what? we can't really say anything that one. That It's really up to the players to kind of figure that out as they stumble along there. Also, there was a little dispute. We, you know, we were saying the Yanni portal was in the castle ward, it's in the dock ward. It's kind of like on the border. Technically, it is in the in the castle ward, but it's also close to the dock ward. Minor thing, not a big deal. Uh, the black staff, um, more the position. We kind of said that the the black. We might have inferred the black staff controls Force Gray. Really, 
Um, she does manage it and everything, but really it's the Open Lord who um, makes the final decision, mobilizes uh, Force Gray. Uh, Blackstaff does pick who will be on the, a particular mission. Um, also, she runs the Academy. So again, the Open Lord really runs everything. So that was the only minor things that we got wrong as I, I reviewed it from last time. Can I can I just say yeah, that when I first heard of the Yawning Portal, I thought you said Yanni Portal, yeah, like the musician. Like the, It's not. It's Yawning. It's not Yanni. Has That's a different, that um, different, uh, different adventure. Place. Yeah. 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 He should have his own adventure, though. Yeah, should. Anyway, um, thanks. So let's talk about uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. First of all, what a great uh, campaign. And really, it's about, it's really in two parts. And I think, I just talked to Steve about yeah. this last week. It's really in two parts. It's the adventure, and it's also the campaign setting. Yeah. And really, it's, uh, the interesting thing is there's, it, it gives you a whole bunch of stuff on Waterdeep. I mean, there's the... The enchilada, or whatever you call that, telling you about <laughs> Waterdeep itself and all the information, but it gives you a lot mm-hmm. of uh, characters and NPCs and factions and all this for running a campaign in Waterdeep. Right. You could uh, you could homebrew something using yeah. this book. Well, and and there's four. It gives you four main villains, potential villains. Mm-hmm. You get to choose one by season uh, that you want to run the one through five level starting game in Waterdeep. Right. But, you know, it gives, uh, one of the things is it gives, like, the layers of all these villains. You're never going to get them, get there when you're fifth level. It really sets you up to have a whole bunch of stuff so you can run a a five-level game. And then now you you pick your next adventure in Waterdeep. And and you have all this information to draw on. You have NPCs that they Mm might have met. Maybe they're just a minor NPC in the first bit. But then you can you know, become a recurring character that they know, and it's like a foe or a, a contact or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to know one of the City Watch guys really well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so, mm-hmm. so and, and there's a bunch of people you haven't met yet. Yeah. Um, right. So you can, like, pick, oh, maybe I'll pick this second villain to be, you know, our 6 through 10 level adversary right. and come up with a plot. And, and it all just kind of works. It's it's really, it's a campaign. What I like is that you can replay this again and have a totally different enemy, uh, totally different result uh, from this. A totally different houseboy? Is there set up that everyone gets a barmy? <clears throat> or was that just, we just did that ourselves? So let's go into the structure of this, yeah. uh, of how this campaign is, is done, this adventure. And then we'll go into how what we experienced. So... How this breaks down, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, is you have to go through Chapter 1, which is basically a friend in need. You'll meet with, well, you'll run into Bolo, and Bolo will set you up uh, with the campaign. And who is it? We had to we had to find somebody on that one, right? You had to find Floon. Floon right. is, uh, so, Renier Neverember, who is, uh, he's a friend of Renier Neverember's. Renier's the actual target. Floon uh, gets captured by somebody, one of these four different right. uh, adversaries. And Volo hires you to go find him. And Floon's kind of just like a frat boy kind of fool mm-hmm. type of guy. Um, but, the, yeah, that's that's where the intro picks up. Uh, the way we started was a little different. Instead of jumping straight into it, uh, we had a cam- we had six pe- players... And they all came up with characters, and I had everybody pair up with somebody they knew. 
Yeah. Right. And so we instead had, of and bringing six disparate people and you had three couples of people mm-hmm. who kind of knew each other. Oh, and some fun. of us already had factions, I believe, too, right? I'm uh, just talking uh, to the other I folks. Did, oh, well, I, didn't. I think I you did Ridiculous, didn't no, you? No. I got into it no. later. Uh, later? Okay. Uh, uh, who, who had, oh, you Bill. probably don't remember because drooling over Bill Volo. Yeah. He was a faction. <laughs> I love yeah. Volo. He's great. But yeah, we had basically <laughs> Team Hippie, which was the Druid and Ranger. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had Team Scum, which were the Sorry. the Waterdeep Street Kids, Lord yeah. and Fighter, mm-hmm. and then Team Fancy Pants, which was <laughs> your Wizard and then the Paladin. So, as you do the first chapter and you try to rescue Floon, and then you run into Rainier, and then, but we'll talk about that later. You you notice that there's a conflict between the Xanathar and the Zentarum, yeah. and that's kind of the whole setup of this. And then you find out about the five hundred thousand uh, dragons or gold pieces that are hidden uh, underneath somewhere in water deep from de Gaulle, never remember who is who embezzled all the me- uh, money basically yeah. so uh, after that and you you solve this you go back to volo volo offers you a reward but he doesn't well, have any money so he gives yeah. you a title to um in yeah. well we actually let's let uh maybe something we should cut into first really there yeah. are four uh Four villains, potential villains. Uh, one of them is going to be the bad guy for this series, and you choose it by month or by uh, season. So, like we did uh, uh, summer, so this took place in summer for us, mm-hmm. and that was Victoria Castellanter, or the Castellanters were the main villain. And then Xanathar can be one of the villains. I think mm-hmm. he's spring. I don't remember. Uh, I, I have it right uh, here. So oh. summer's Asmodeus. Uh, spring. Okay, fall is, is okay. Fall is oh, spring is Xanathar. Uh, summer is the Castellanters. Uh, yeah, fall is Jarlaxle, and then uh, Manchun is winter. Right. So you're going to go through the same kind mm-hmm. of basic plot, but who's behind it changes, and that'll change some of the scenes during during the first adventure. Right. And maybe we can have the uh, the the flowchart right here. Somewhere, maybe looking to our video editing dude. We'll give it a try. Um, so basically, again, you, you all everyone has to go through chapter one of Friend in Need. Uh, the second one, everyone has to go through Troll Skull Alley. Uh, you're establishing the end, maybe some back, uh, downtime. Yeah, you find this, you get gifted for or rewarded a deed to an end, right? Instead of getting paid, right? Instead of getting paid, and then uh, money and then the fireball instant. There's an explosion outside your inn. You investigate, and that starts the story going. But as a DM, you probably have to figure out who the baddie is before this all yeah. happens. And for you, and this is where Steve was talking about the different seasons. The four seasons, whatever season you pick, will determine the baddie in this. Steve, why did you pick? Um, why did you pick the one that you picked? Summer. Uh, I picked, yeah, I picked the Castle Lanterns because they're devil worshippers and it seemed the darkest of all of these. Mm-hmm. And I really, I had a, early on I had kind of this idea to, well, I'm going to use all these guys because I wanted to fit everything in. There's so much stuff. Um, I ended up backing off of that and just kind of going straight primarily with the Castle Lanterns. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, the way we played it, we, geez, we had like we 30 sessions or something. Because we around too yeah. much, right? right. Yeah. Well, that was screwing around, too. And we got off uh, track for a while. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's fine. It's D&D. But it was taking a while. So I kind of, after all, I was like, I'm just trying to fit too mm-hmm. much into this. So I just really picked one. And I figured I'd save the other stuff for later. But mostly because it was dark. 
It I, was. Right. I have a question for our DM. Not going to pick apart every decision you made, but during the explosion or just after the explosion, is that written in the the children that died, or did you just want to toss that no, in there? It, it is in there. Bernie I read it. Yeah. And the halflings, Asha. The halflings and died. Yeah, there was a bunch of. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. good, good. I just wondered how dark you go. Ahead of time, mm-hmm. So you got to know them before they blew up. <laughs> That actually affected me emotionally. Really? Aww. Yeah. Wow. I, I, playing a halfling. Mm-hmm. Is that me- why you're meeting, so keen meeting, on Barmy? Meeting, meeting the halflings mm-hmm. and then having um, three out of four of them turn to ash. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like that That did actually affect me. Might be a triggering thing for some people. He cried. Right. <laughs> um, so one thing about this game, and I forgot to mention, is uh, this is a very role-play heavy game. It's, if you're expecting going there and be a bunch of murder hobos, and killing things and just grabbing treasure. This is not the game, but I think it's a great intro for first level um, players. You you do do some combat, but the role playing is pretty pretty in depth in this. And oh, what do you guys think about the role playing oh, part of it? And the, yeah, yeah. There's okay. people to talk to. Yeah, that always. Yeah, definitely. We as uh, players should have met the neighbors and. I was we just going to say that, that I kind of wish afterwards that I would have <laughs> done a little more of meeting other people <laughs> right. around us. So it, what these guys are talking about is in Chapter 2. So it's a Chapter 1, you, you solve the Volo problem, right? You find his yeah. friend and everything. You get the end, Troll Skull Alley. But what we failed to do is, and, and our DM uh, did try to lead us down the it road, really but did. we totally He's rejected. So like, so patient. Do you want to check out your neighbors? Do you want to check around? You know, no. no. Met with a resounding <laughs> and, and hell then, no. Hey, yeah, this is over here. No. no. By the way, if you, no. if you come talk to my actual neighbors, they might know my right. name. They might know. My suggestion to you, if you're if you're a DM running this, maybe have some of the neighbors, kind of like when you you move in a new neighborhood, you know, come up to the inn and introduce themselves, and maybe that gets them going. Jeez, where do you I, I don't live? Know. We, no, I, we, we actually, actually oh. that actually happened. Sorry. Mm. But, well, you did have kind of like... An explosion mm-hmm. in the alley that kind of brought everybody out so you yeah. could talk to some people at some point. Well, for what really upset me is after I read it, I went, I could have went to this 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 book dealer and gotten these spells. Yeah. And that kills me. <laughs> I could have got all the <laughs> I asked wizard. you directly, hey, you want to go over? There's this, this thing. You want to go? No. Okay. I am an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Big idiot. Yes. Um, I'm also glad, though, um, I didn't... Um, Pursue a relationship with the barkeep at uh, Yanni Portal because she ends up being a um, what? What do you Changeling? call it? Changeling. A doppelganger. Doppelganger. Right? Yes. Assuming is she wouldn't thing? reject you. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. Are you doppelgangers? I am. Yeah. I'm doppelgangers. Wow. <laughs> wow. So anyway, the fireball happens. This is how it gets the story really rolling in this, yeah. and. We have to inv- you have to investigate this explosion, so that's where the kind of role playing is on that. So you guys want to talk about that and how how that started off, maybe real briefly. It involved a nimble right. Well, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. so basically, they wake up. They're in their their whatever inn, yeah. and there's an explosion in the alley early in the morning, and people dead. What's going on? You know, right outside. And so, of course, start ask, asking questions and looking around at things, uh, try to piece together, start piecing together, well, what happened? Yeah. Because what's on your doorstep might involve us. Yeah. Did we, did <laughs> we see, I've forgotten it was so long ago, did we see 
something? Someone run away? Or was that the no. woman someone who owns the, yeah. that we... I thought there we were did witnesses. See, I thought we did, or maybe no. someone said they saw somebody on the roof. You, had, um, you talked to witnesses, and there yeah. were some witnesses that saw different pieces of what happened. Right. And so, DM, you want the players to try to question some of the people there. That's I, I don't know how you can prod them into the, doing that. Well, we did do some well, of that, Well, people are actually. pretty, tend to be inquisitive. Something like this happens. They'll mm-hmm. start usually asking questions, and you just kind of try to work with the things they're doing to lead them into, you know. Right. And the reason why the fireball happened nearby is because what yeah. you did in Chapter 1 causes the attention of various factions that want basically yeah. your characters, your, your party, to be involved with their particular faction. Yeah, well, though that's, well, but we haven't even mentioned the Stone of Galore. Yeah. So, so the right. Stone of Galore is this artifact. Um, it is inhabited by an aboleth, mm-hmm. and... You can ask it questions, and it knows where this Vault of Dragons is, which is where the right. 500,000 Golden Dragons are. Yeah. Um, and it was stolen from Xanathar. I didn't actually read before here. I'm just going mm-hmm. off memory, so I'm pretty sure it I'm It is right. true. Yeah. We'll edit this out and change Who, it if I'm wrong. He's the one that gets um, fireballed. Well, yeah. He's mm-hmm. So he was uh, he worked for Daggle Never Ember, mm-hmm. and since you helped Floon and also rescued uh, Rainier Never Ember mm-hmm. thinks, well, I'm like, this was stolen from the Xanathar. I can't remember if he stole it or not. I think he might have. He's trying to lie low. These guys helped, you know, my my lord's kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can trust them. And he's on his way to you to kind of present this and go here. He's on his way to us? He's okay. on his way to you. Okay. Right. I did not realize that. Yes. Okay. The reason why is because... And he gets jumped. The reason okay. why he was going to us is because, remember, he works for Nevermember. Nevermember. Let's all say it together. Sorry, Nevermember. Never <laughs> works for Nevermember. And because we saved his son, he felt, oh... I can trust these guys. Never mind the fact that his son and him are, they don't like you. Yeah. But that's what he thought. So okay. he was going to deliver the Stone of Glor yes. to us. And by the way, part of this is, just like Steve said, you need the stone to find out where the vault is. But to get into the vault, you need like three different keys, which changes each time, by the way, yeah. each adventure. Can you talk really briefly about those keys really quick and how? They change each time for each adventure. We'll get to it later. <laughs> okay. I just wonder how you says it all. Those. Well, okay. I'll get to that later. Okay. So um, what you need to do is you need to get the players DM. And, and if you're yeah. cheating, if you're a player, you shouldn't be listening to this. You have to find this nimble right, which is this automaton, yeah. right? You so the nimble right actually ends up throwing a bead from a necklace of fireballs. Mm-hmm. Blows up. Uh, I just said his name. What is his name? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. the. Anyways, blows up the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that has the stone. That has the stone. Mm-hmm. And there was... Uh, uh, Erstel Floxen and a couple of his toadies, right. which are Zentarum, get the Stone of Galore off his body. Right. Erstel lives, the other ones die, and, and takes off. And that's actually how this goes down depends on which of the four uh, uh, enemies, which season you're mm-hmm. in, which enemy you have. Uh, and you, we did... Uh, the castle lanterns mm-hmm. in the summer, 
So in that one, the people who Ursa Flocks and staying with end up being devil worshippers who are, you know, with the castle anters mm-hmm. and are double crossing Ursa Flocks and to get the stone from him. And, and why That's, is it the castle uh, lanterns? Are, hence sending the right. nimble right to blow things up. It's different right. in the other three, but it's one of those things where the same thing happens, but depending on which villain you have, it happens for different reasons. And why did the castle lanterns, what, what was their ultimate, what was their, what was the reason why they wanted the money? Well, they, okay. Uh, <laughs> they got to power by making a deal with Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the souls of their children when I think they turn nine mm-hmm. uh, for and they already sacrificed one they already yeah they already got one of their uh, their firstborn mm-hmm. son's soul turned him into like a lumur uh, yeah we, the, the, we the, actually the, got promoted yeah, I think it said bard devil in here I read it so yeah you went no, a little I, I don't remember so yeah. you should feel good about that i don't know (laughs) but uh so yeah basically have the souls of our children for power and Mm -hmm. fame and and money and all this stuff so but then there was a a clause in there if they could provide asmodeus with 500 gold pieces Mm -hmm. and the souls of 99 or 100 people then 500,000 500,000. Yeah. Yeah. Different? Yeah. 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 It's, it's that. Yeah, 500,000. Mm-hmm. In like 100 souls of people they kill, then they could spare right. their second two children, the twins, from being uh, having their souls taken. Really so, pulls in your heartstrings. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's, I hate it when like a good parent tries to go out of the way to help their children and right. then a bunch of jerks <laughs> don't screw it now, all up. Now, keep in mind, and this is the DM, is that your character should never do a direct conflict with some of these main baddies, uh, you know, like the Xanathar. Yeah, and um, in, the, in the one that, or in the first to fifth level, mm-hmm. it's just these these are people that are exerting influence, have some plot right. they're trying to do. And you're thwarting that. You would get murdered by would, yes, any of them. All yeah. five of yeah. you, or whatever big you're part. But You'd that's be again, it's in the uh-huh. book. They give all their like hideouts or mm-hmm. their their you know home bases and it's like you'll never see this but again it's a campaign setting right. so maybe you don't in the first five but you keep going and at some point they'll right. be you know powerful enough to you know whatever their final bad guy is right. actually confront them so let's talk about the factions because i think after this event happened is when we started getting into factions. yeah after so, so this is a so well actually i think it's mm-hmm. let me look at the book okay Emerald yeah, uh, Enclave all the way. Joining so practices. joining, yeah, that's, that's so, I guess, so chapter one is you're saving Floon. You get the Troll Skull mm-hmm. Alley. Chapter two, you get Troll Skull Alley. And there's a whole section mm-hmm. on different factions mm-hmm. that the players can join. It, some of them, they'll be prompted. They'll get invitations. Other ones, maybe not so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't, I have a, yeah. didn't I have a cat? You a had a talking cat, cat come up that and invite awesome. you to go that join the, the Emerald Enclave. Who yes. doesn't want to join? Um, and then a bunch of faction <laughs> missions kind of by level. Um, and it's really not meant so much for Chapter 2 to do all these faction missions. Mm-hmm. Chapter 2, I think, really, it's in this before the fireball happens. You have this kind of period where... You're kind of going, you're doing things, you're, you're making a buck here and there. And all these faction missions to help you get faction cool, with your... Cool yeah. decorations right. for your manor, like well, a grill. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but there's these, you know, these the, you can join yourself to a power group in Waterdeep, and they'll send you and go around and do mm-hmm. things for them. And the more things you do, the more they trust you. Yeah. And the more they invest in you, and so really they can happen all throughout the right. first adventure. And if you're a DM, I encourage you to try to get your players into a faction. It does allow, like Steve said, to do these side quests. It kind of really fills up your your campaign. Well, and it gives you allies. So mm-hmm. there are people you can go to. Well, I don't know this. Yeah. We can. Hey, maybe call up, you know, maybe, oh, I got this cursed sword that I can't let go of. <laughs> right. Let me go talk to somebody this can help person and see if somebody can help us. Um, Did you use the renown rules that w- was in there? Or are you just kind of just kind okay. of just really, I mean, I mm-hmm. kind of mentally tabulate. Oh, yeah, they really like Paul's character right now. They hate Steve, though. Right. That type of thing. <laughs> sure. uh, I was kind of loosey-goosey mm-hmm. with it. But, you know, we did a bunch of right. those things throughout the campaign that, that got you the more you do for your faction the more they will help right. you later okay the other thing that that as <clears throat> if you're dming this is encourage your players to definitely take notes you're definitely going to yes. need it this is a detective story and so they're going to have to recall a lot of this information so the fireball happens we find out it's a nimble right somehow we figured out it came from a, the temple of gone because they make those things Yes. Uh, do you guys remember what happened after that, how we got there? I think we just walked there and started asking questions. No, because I didn't take notes. I, I took notes, but I didn't read them recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, what I was doing until mm-hmm. life got crazy, um, we have like a, a Google Drive thing for mm-hmm. this campaign. And after the adventure, I would write up like a page or page and a half yeah. worth of just narrative of what happened. Post it to the Google Drive. Tell everybody, hey, this. Yeah, it ended up petering out because that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So it stopped. Um, But it does really help somehow to make sure that there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people you're going to talk to. There's a lot of stuff they're going to tell you. Mm -hmm. And somehow keep track of that for the players because otherwise it can get. Well, it's an easy. You can get hung up because everybody forgot this one connection. Yeah. Who this one person is. and so you can't like reason out. Oh, we should talk to this person because that was three sessions ago. Yeah. Everybody forgot. Well, it's easier to flip through your your notes that you put in Chrome, or maybe you could do that on D and D Beyond. I'm not sure. Instead of flipping through and can't even read your drunk well, writing we, from before. Right. We, all the names. <laughs> well, were just, you, you can go back to a couple episodes where we talk about using social media, using Google Docs to yeah to keep track. And, and on this adventure, you really need to do that um, because you need to keep track of There's the NPCs of and everything. There is a lot of stuff. A lot of people. So anyway. We go to the Temple Gone. We find out that the, the nimble right that we were looking for was not there, but there is a nimble right there. They made another nimble right, a, a friend. Uh-huh. They were yes. lonely. Aww. The one nimble right made a companion. Yes. Right of nimble yes. right. That's yes. Really that companion went away. Oh. And the castle lanterns hired this nimble right. Took this well, nimble right in. So, right? so there's Grawlhead Manor. Where is Grawlhead Manor on here? Uh, no, well, you, nope, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Let's go through here. So, because that's part of, yeah, Grawlhund or Grawlhund Villa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, after that, the Nimble Rite is at Grawlhund Villa. Again, for different reasons, depending on the villain. But that's what gets you there. Uh, okay. The Grawlhunds are a noble family. Uh, depending on the villain, they have different 
alliances and, and reasons for being involved, but the characters are going to get there and it's being attacked by the Zentarum. Uh, they'll interfere with that. Um, and was that the family we get where the, the husband was just a yes. milk, milk toast? Kind yes. Of yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and it, we get more information, obviously, from yes. from that. We kind of find out that uh, the castle lanterns are involved when we go there. Um, in this one, yes. We I think we find out a little bit about the asmo asmo tie asmo deus tie. Well, again, there. like in in when in summer, the Grawlhuns are devil worshippers mm -hmm. with the castle lanterns. That's why they're involved. In the different seasons, they are actually different factions. I think they're normally Zentarum. Uh, but in this, there's the Zentarum. There's two Zentarum factions going on right. here. There's uh, the original kind of Zentarum, and then there's Manchun is back, and he's got a bunch of, uh, you know, his own. There's a split in the Zentarum. So, right. so in the different, you have to, it's, it's the same thing happens, the same people involved, but their motivations and who they belong to depends on which season you're in and which which villain you've kind of chosen right and that particular uh, chapter which is chapter three of the, the called yeah. fireball um going through this manor house at the very end is the end of the chapter and then that's when you start diverting into the season in which you picked again these are four yeah, different the season will be essentially a chase scene mm -hmm. um you're going to you track the the nimble right to Grawlhen Manor. You're going to. It's gone by the time you get there, but you guys can track it down. And it took away the Stone of Galore and hid it somewhere. And depending on the season, it's going to have some prompt to go here to find the Stone of Galore. Right. And then so season uh, chapter was it four? Chapter. It's chapter six. Hell no, 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 no. The, oh, the it three. Dragon season. It's, oh, dragon season chapter yeah, four. Yeah, so, so dragon season cool. has, there <clears throat> are, it's it's basically a chase scene yeah. type of chapter. Uh, it gives you ten locations in Waterdeep. Uh, kind of, I mean, there's an alley, there's a street chase, there's a mausoleum, theater, all these different places in Waterdeep where an encounter will happen. Yeah, we were running across rooftops. Yes. <laughs> uh, you guys cut this short, but there's actually, it's there's 10, and I think there will be eight in each of the seasons. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's kind of interesting. It'll go, it'll give you, okay, for, you know, it, these 10 locations kind of list out a little map and tell mm -hmm. what's there. And depending on the season, there'll be an, an encounter scene that kind of happens there. So as you're tracking down the stone of galore so just for the dm so they understand it so chapter so we did hell of a summer which is chapter mm. six and you're just talking about dragon season this is four. just dragon season yeah so do you go through chapter four and then hit the other the the season or do you bounce off the season and chapter four because chapter four if you're well you've, at you've chosen a season for this to start in mm -hmm. right Say we, we chose summer, and that means that the castle lanterns will be our villains. Uh, for the rest, for most of it up until chapter four, it's, there's some minor differences, but it all plays the same. Chapter four gives a list of 10 different encounter areas with encounters. 
And each of those has three or four different things that can happen there depending on the season. It gives a flow chart. Right, okay. So Flow chart's right here. Yeah, flow chart's <laughs> right there. Uh, and so you can see you're going down the line here. Mm-hmm. You, you just you choose your season and then, you know, or the season you've chosen, that's the order they're going to go chasing mm-hmm. the Stone of Galore from. Uh, in, in the summer, you know, you guys went to that, that like windmill, that abandoned windmill, yes. right. and then you know there were the, or actually you guys started the mausoleum, uh-huh. right? Yeah. As the note you got off the off the nimble right said, "Hey, I hit it here at this mausoleum in the city of the dead." And you went there, you found dead cultists. Okay, then you talked to one, you pissed her off, uh-huh. but you got information out of her, and you killed her because uh, yeah. that's how you are. That's all I am. Yeah. Um, And that led you to the windmill, and then you go to the windmill, and there's more cultists, and you fight them, and then the devils are there, and Mm -hmm. they took the stone, and they're running across the rooftop, so you run after them. So that was like three scenes from this list of like eight scenes to go through. And you just, each of the different seasons has one of those, here's the chase, Mm-hmm. Then it goes to here, then it goes to here, then it goes to here. And at each of these places, there's people, there's something happening, there's a location. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that you should end up at the end of that with the Stone of Galore. Okay. Uh, so so it, it's neat and that gives you like 10 different spots where you can <coughs> do things. And, and then a bunch of there's characters that can show up in their minor NPCs and stuff where you can meet them in these places. Um, and then it kind of gives you the the uh, flow chart, but you can mine. I mean, it's different for each one, so you can mine it for. Mm-hmm. Oh, these these street kids are in this one. Uh, well, they didn't go through this scene, but I can use these guys somewhere else. Yeah, they're kind of cool. Cool. So we talk about. Um, but how, you end up with the Stone of Glory as the. Yeah, and and we talk about how you get the gold, the the five hundred thousand dragons. So. You need the Stone of Glory, but you need three different keys. We're getting you, there. We're so close. So, so close. <laughs> I but, but didn't you pick those beforehand? No, and I'll go ahead and go through. I went okay. way off book here. Okay. There's there's the way the book does it, and there's the way I did it. Okay. And we'll get there. All right. When we get there, I'll talk all, right. all about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so are we okay. there yet? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Where are we? Well, We're, yeah. Okay, so then, so that, so the mm-hmm. whole chase scene... Mm-hmm. Ends up, you should end up with a stone of glory. I mean, you cannot end up with a stone of glory, and you go off and do other things, and that's fine. But the way it's written, at some point in there, you're going to actually get the damn thing. Yeah. You'll have the stone of glory in your hand. Mm-hmm. And the um, stone of glory is an abolith that's been turned into this stone, and yes. you can ask it questions. If you tune to it, it gives you, I think, uh, increased in abilities and some other uh, it's an so, artifact, so I actually rolled randomly to see what things it would do for you. And I think in this case, it was like plus two strength and plus two something else. Oh, okay. So all, all everyone's memories of where this money is, is dumped into the stone. All those people forgot where all the money was, right? It's an ambulance. It just knows. Yeah. And it was, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, have a, I have a random question for the DM, because I've only done a couple campaigns played in a couple do you think this was heavier how how often were you pulling out miniatures for the battle i feel like you were doing it a lot was it was it was it was this kind of short battles albeit but was this kind of a heavy 
battle campaign or was it just normal like all the other ones? Uh, Have a lot of figurines, DMs, because there's yes. a lot of critters. Uh, I think mostly it's lighter than oh. a lot of them. Oh. Yeah, it's it's less combat centric. Um, but I, when I started DMing for you guys, I was using some miniatures and I stopped using them so much and then some people said, hey, we didn't use miniatures some more. So mm-hmm. I try to I make like sure to bring them out. Yeah, no, they're cool. <laughs> I, I like paint them and I love them. And so I have no problem with that. So I'm reading at the book. So it does say, I guess you don't. Yeah, it's totally this. We didn't do anything like this. Okay. I totally, And I'll so, go into what I did. Okay. So why don't we go into what you're supposed to do? Obviously, you can do whatever you well, want when you're are the we, DM. Are we to the vault keys? We yet, are or? at the vault keys because we just finished the converted windmill. Okay. So. Okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so there are the next four chapters, which we should cover to some extent. There's a chapter on each of the bad guys. Right. Let's let's do the other stuff after we explain. Always okay. get the Otherwise, fog no, cloud we're, we're losing spell. our mojo here on this one. Yeah. So, okay. Little tip. All right. Fog so, cloud. So with you guys, you actually skipped a bunch of your chase scenes because you got the stone early and yeah. avoided some complications, but it still ended up mm-hmm. in summer. You end up, it's the stone is under a tower. The vault of dragons is under this tower mm-hmm. in, I think, the dock ward. Oh. And you got there. You figured out where it was from the stone. And somebody else was there. Somebody just bought this tower. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the NPCs is his spell something, uh, the Black Viper. Uh, she's a cat burglar. She steals from the rich, keeps it for herself. Uh, kind of, she's uh, she's young, so like her, you know, she doesn't like her parents. Da 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 da. And she's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. almost a debutante, except she has this for excitement. She has this this at night. She goes out and she robs, breaks into places, and yeah. she's very good at it. Uh, so it's an alter ego type of thing, and she bought the tower because she knew the vault of dragons was under there she had found out through her own things but she didn't know how to get in okay so then you guys met up with her and decided to okay well let's let's go in together and this is you added this part right or is this i think is that's in the book? i think is it in the book okay i don't remember okay um because okay. we just told her the <laughs> truth and then we would just worked with her, and then she didn't double cross us, which is right. She did now, not double cross you, <laughs> right? For the DM at the end of the well, uh, just to let yeah. the DM know in the book, though you can do whatever you want because it's your campaign. Is when you get the Stone of Galore, you find out that you need three vault keys. You know where the vault is, and you know the vault is guarded by a gold dragon. That's what it says in the book. Obviously, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So, so yeah, and the way it goes in the book. Mm-hmm. You can kind of roll randomly, and the vault keys are really things like, like say, uh, the first key might be a drunken elf, the second key, bronze dragon scale, third key is a shape changer. And it's all up to, you know, they're kind of open-ended, so you could find, you know, any drunken elf. If one of the players is an elf, you can mm-hmm. get them drunk, and that can be... Okay. Uh, I did it a little different. And, and and that's fine. I actually have no problem. I might have might have should have mm-hmm. done that type of thing. I actually expanded it. I had three specific keys. Uh, there's the onyx 
Unicorn, right? Pegasus. The Celestite oh. Unicorn, the Onyx Pegasus, and then the Obsidian Nightmare. Oh, okay. Uh, and I added on to stuff. Uh, the Celestite Unicorn is actually exists in this uh, uh, thing on DM's Guild called uh, Blue Alley, which is a low-level kind of maze in Waterdeep, which is kind of a, not death trap, but there's an ancient wizard that, or powerful wizard that Always set this alley wizard. up yeah. full of tricks and traps, and him and his friends sit around and scry in it and drink beer and watch people try to get through it and bet on him and all this. It's for their entertainment. There's a Celestite Unicorn in there, which ends mm-hmm. up, I used as a vault key. So that's, uh, not in, I, that's not in the book? No, that's actually a separate, okay. like, just little adventure I got off the okay. guild. I, I liked it. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, was there was a before you actually f- got into early on before you got into the whole looking for the the vault thing. Uh, you member got hired by Victoria Castellanter to oh yeah obtain this this uh, I think it was the. Uh, now it wasn't the obsidian. Uh, it was the onyx unit. Uh, onyx, what? Pegasus. Remember. Yeah. The onyx Pegasus, from underneath in this this uh, sunken tower in Waterdeep, and you collected it for him. And, and we gave it to him. him. And then we gave, you it, gave it, to it to him. him. <laughs> and hey, we need this now because he's trying to get into this vault too. Right. Um, and that so there was that, and then the third one, the onyx nightmare. Uh, I sat on the first level of Undermountain and sent them down to go get right. it from there. So the bo- the bottom line is. So I, I expanded get, instead. Right. You know, this is this in one session right. you could probably find these keys. I kind of made a bunch of little mini side adventures mm-hmm. for you to get the keys. Right. So as a DM, you can make this. You can stretch it out. Yeah. You don't have to. Again. These are just suggestions, you know, drunken elf, that's pretty easy to do. But you can do what Steve did and create your yeah. own little key and do a, a whole little mini dungeon. So yeah. that, that's an idea. So we got the keys, got the Stone of Galore. Uh, let's talk about the vault and how we, how we get there. Uh, okay. Uh, the vault is underneath this, well, it can be in many places, uh, mm-hmm. each each uh, season has a different place it will end up being when you find it. Wow. Um, right. Yeah. In, in so. the book, it's pretty simple. Um, it's not a complex dungeon. How You did it a little differently. Uh, but in the book, it's did not I? very complex. Yeah, didn't, didn't you put it part of a larger dungeon or you didn't do it? No, 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 no. Not okay. the vault. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I ran the vault. Mostly is mostly like that. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and you go in and you'll find your way. There's some tricks and traps to get through and whatnot. You find your way down to the Ender Vault where there is the gold dragon shape-shifted into a dwarf uh, who with the, the staff, dragon, dragon staff of Algaron. That's right? right. Okay. I'll trust you on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, which lets him be inside of the the walls of Waterdeep mm-hmm. uh, because dragons are banished from Waterdeep by magic. Um, and he's holding the all the, the gold for Degult Never Ember. So you go down there, and he's there, and you have to... 
persuade him, him, basically. Yeah. 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 Give hard. him a good right. reason to give you, let you take this money. So, DMs, this is about role-playing right here. Because yeah. if your players decide to take on a gold dragon, well, they're stupid and they deserve to die. And they will. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, there are ways to convince the dragon to give up the gold. That's something that you. I think have to you guys out. guilted him into. Yes. We did guilt him into it. Yes. And guilt uh, is a powerful motivator. If uh, the players can figure that out, or you do the you yeah. roll the the perception checks, uh, you can convince this. Not perception, sorry. Uh, mm. Persuasion checks. Yeah. You can convince. Although this with to with when you're running it, it's like you know. I'm going to try and persuade him. If you try and persuade him with something stupid, it's like, no, it's not going to work. Right. But you you got to make them, get, you know, they try something, they go, okay, well, no, I'm not going to let that work. But then you give them some cue as to, like, right. you know, it's just a, a your basic social type of situation where try and, and, and find mm-hmm. some middle ground of, okay, that's, you've made a good case here. Right. And in this case, in the way we got the goal is just like Steve said, we kind of guilted him. We knew that, the gold, a gold dragon's lawful good. Um, a lot of people who play D anD D know that they're lawful good. They yeah. worship Bahamut. Uh, the gold that, that the dragon is guarding is not was taken in a not very nice way. So using that by saying, "Look, if look, what would Bahamut do? Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't he yeah. give the gold back to the people that it was stolen WWBD. from?" WWBD. Yes. So yeah. that's kind of what the 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 angle that we took yeah. on that. But and have a way to get it out, yeah, like a bag. That's the other thing is it's fun is watching the players try to figure out how to oh, get the gold out. We should have brought our grocery bag, and <laughs> yeah. we feel so bad that we didn't. And there's not like five hundred thousand paper bags there to load right. up. And um, we don't have that much time, but before we go into the different seasons, uh, the other thing that you need to know is if you if you read the book is. There is nothing good that will come from your from the players keeping all the gold. Um, they can only keep part of it. But if your players get greedy, bad things will happen to them. It's in Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Check it out. Lesson. They'll be pestered by uh, factions. They might be robbed. Uh, they might be arrested. Well, and, <laughs> and yeah, it's really as Waterdeep school. Right. You can take a finder's fee, and that's totally acceptable, mm-hmm. and you can get favors done for you because hey we just returned all this gold you guys did have to split it with with the black viper mm-hmm. as per your deal and, and we then gave it to the kept, city too and then you gave the rest to the city and got your finder's fee and you're being rewarded for it in other ways other than just the money so what about um, the other seasons steve I, I didn't i read a little bit i can i can talk about you know the i won't go too much in it but the yes yeah. the, the spring so, manis xanathar you actually go to the lair you actually talk to the xanathar it's kind of interesting that would have been kind of oh. cool do you i don't remember that's yeah, in there xanathar's slayer is actually in the book so well yeah cool. the, the, all their layers are in there but it right. doesn't necessarily the in the first to fifth level since these are all very powerful mm-hmm. villains you're mostly you're just kind of going they've got something going on and you thwart it but you're not going to confront them because uh, you can't confront them you you'd mm-hmm. never you know by fifth level you're just not powerful enough no. so yeah spring is xanathar and xanathar had the stone wants their stone wants their stone back wants the money thinks and xanathar is just insane anyways so yeah. right. so that's kind of fairly straightforward there xanathar wants their due boom right. give this to me i need fish food uh 
uh, summer, and that was spring. Summer is the Castle Hunters, Devil Worshippers, mm-hmm. trying to save their kids. Oh, that they already, you know, wrote off once. <laughs> right. to save. Renege on their deal mm-hmm. with Asmodeus. Uh, and, and you can stop that. Yay. Amadeus. Um, fall is Jarl Axel. Jarl actually, Jarl Axel would be fun because these other villains are all like, uh-huh. Jarl Axel's just kind of. I mean, you could see him being in in this for and just his, the laws. Right, and his yeah. motivation like is they the take Jeffrey, the money and the have Jeffrey influence uh, back in the city that he's from, which I'm not quite sure Lus- city. Is it Luskin? I can't remember. Might be. I don't know. Um, yeah, he has his own city, so he needs the money. But he's also the kind of the kind of guy that if you thwart him, he's not going to really hold it against you. He'll probably kind of, mm-hmm. you know, he'll respect you for it. Um and then winter is Manchun, Manchun making a comeback, uh, trying to take over uh, the Zentarum. And honestly, I didn't read that much on the. Well, Manchun. and he wants to yeah. eventually rule Waterdeep. Is oh, the other yeah. thing he wants yeah. to do is rule the world. That's right. Yes. So, what do you guys think uh, it was overall? Super fun. It was super fun. Yeah, um, uh, we got caught up on some stuff. We got a little bit distracted by um, we have to save the, the Castle Hunters kids, and instead, yes. of, instead, instead of going after the money, and you totally didn't save the Castle Hunters kids. Yeah, not you at all. Doomed them. Yes, yes. right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but you did save, you know, a hundred orphans or yes. whatever. Yeah, we spoiled the hell out of Barmy. Yes. yes. Man, we gave him so much mm-hmm. stuff. And work to do. And a lot of work. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, yeah, it was a. Um, it was fun that we. Um, Got paid with a uh, a manner that needed lots of fixing while you were going through home remodeling, so you're yes. able to take your aggressions out on us. <laughs> yeah, they went on for a bit. Freaking contractor we, we, never we, shows we, up. We, Another set of broken right. windows. More broken windows. Great. Yeah, now yes. we have to pay someone else. Higher prices because they yelled. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Rebecca, guess, what do you think about I the adventure? Um, <clears throat> I liked it. I I really liked getting one of the keys using. Uh, well, I didn't get a key, did I? I got something using fog cloud. Best spell ever. Oh, you <laughs> did. It's not the best yeah. spell ever, yeah, you, but it was You used Fog Cloud to very good effect to get mm-hmm. the Celestate Unicorn. Yes. Um, I thought it was great. It was a, a lot to keep up with. Like, what the hey is next, you know? And I like right. the, like the little poems that you gave yeah. us and all yeah, the little, yes. Yeah, yeah. I liked, you know, fixing up trolls. Right. I actually kind of like the Troll School did- Manor stuff the best. It was fun. We'd always go back right. there and so, give Barmy so, a new so, gift so, and see what we've done this Nick time. And Nick and I were worried you guys would get over-focused on running an inn. It was great. Well, like, we great. Here we are stuff. running an inn. That is something the players can do. They can actually Find renovate an inn and have their own headquarters, well, If we can bring his reality into the DMing, right. and the, then we can, like, maybe we want to own an inn. <laughs> maybe this is what we want. An inn that's getting quickly filled up with... Mm-hmm. Uh, Trophies. With stuffed, stuffed mm-hmm. monsters you've killed. Yes. Uh, what I I really liked the adventure. I thought it was really good for first players. I liked the story hooks and the side quests that were kind of all tied in. Some of them were not tied in, but it was Some okay. Of them were it was not. fun. The girl it was very thing fun. It was really not. Well, the but the girl thing is actually in here. Uh, but we added the fact that we would stuff the girl and put it in the end. We thought it would be wow. cool. Yeah. This is cool. But you know, Spanish. players do but strange I mean that, things. Yeah. But the one thing that um, the DMs have to be aware of is sometimes. 
players are not that smart. And we were not that smart sometimes. <laughs> we get bogged down in separate sometimes. things. Um, when, and there's a fact or evidence there that is clearly there and we don't pay attention to it. It's really the job of the DM to try to prod and poke the players yeah. back into the storyline. And I don't think we're receptive yes. to it all the time. Uh, it's, it's actually, that's always the hardest thing. Uh, how much do I give? How much do I start? When do you start going, okay, no, 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 this, no. Let me make it a little more yeah. obvious. And how much, and sometimes it's, <laughs> right. people all see things in different ways and things you can think with knowing what's going on. Oh, this is going to be super obvious. And it just totally right. isn't. Yeah. So what about um, uh, as DM, any other final thoughts on this, uh, yeah, on this adventure? Uh, and what, how do you compare it to other adventures that you've done? Is it difficult for a DM, a new DM to pick, probably pick this up? I really don't think it's that difficult. I think a lot of people kind of sell it as being more difficult than it is. Um, I think you can just kind of do it. My suggestion would be, you know, add your flares, get a bunch of the little minor people involved and all that, but don't, I probably added too much and drug things out longer than it needed to take. Because um, you can make it a way more complicated than it needs to be. And then people mm -hmm. start losing track of, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I would, if I'm making a suggestion, run it pretty much as is. Find a couple areas to, like, flesh out more or side things to do. Um, but don't go too overboard. Um, I would keep it to one villain. And then, like, you know, you guys learned who the other people were, uh -huh. but I didn't involve them. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, you can, you can give a bunch of background stuff that, oh, okay, I understand that this right. whole splitting the Zentarum's happening, but doesn't have to, like, eat up a lot of time. Because we'd you be, can... we're easily distracted. Yes. Yes. Right. I, I, we were getting distracted by the, by the, Zen, the, the Zentarum's yeah. for a and while. And so, so kind of, it's, it's, you can, I mean, I would add stuff, but try and remember to keep things focused enough to keep things right. moving so it doesn't drag too far. And feel free to throw in all sorts of little things here and there to set things mm -hmm. up so when it becomes relevant after this adventure say in the next phase when you choose oh i'm going to do something new in Waterdeep with the existing yeah you know, some other existing mm -hmm. villain or you know you have all these things are oh we already know who that is or we are already we know who these mm -hmm. these orphan kids are already. Yeah. as yeah. a as a dm if you're going to dm players in this just you know keep these npcs in mind because as the players uh, they will lose track. They will lose track. They'll go off yeah. script, if you will, and that that's okay. But if they keep on wandering around, you throw one of these NPCs. Maybe it's Bolo. Maybe it's uh, Rainier. Horse. Maybe it's the maybe talking, talking horse. horse. Yeah, and get the players back on track. Yeah, the nice thing is mm -hmm. you can throw all these out there just for little things. You never know who your players are going right. to latch on to. Yeah. Barmy, I had no idea you guys were going to watch. And by the way, we've mentioned so, Barmy. This is a this is a character that uh, uh, actually Steve gave, I don't, gave to us. I, don't, I think he oh, we, might we be named one him. Of, it was one of the halfling kids. It's one of the halfling kids that, that survived die. in the fireball. Right. Yeah, and became your guys' right. little little buddy. Yes, uh, who runs Troll Skull Man pretty much single handedly <laughs> at this point. Um, but yeah, you don't know who you know. When, it's great when you like they meet somebody, they latch on this character, mm -hmm. and then you can give them a bunch more kind of screen time. Uh, but you can't, you know, you can't force who they're going to be interested right. in. Yeah. So, uh, but when they find somebody, go mm -hmm. ahead and then go. Okay, this person becomes much more important to our story. So guys, overall, I think like a movie review. I, I'm going to give this a thumbs up. What about you guys? I'm going to give it thumbs two up? thumbs up. Thumbs. I'm going to give it three thumbs up. That was all right. 
Okay. It was all right. <laughs> okay. No, I liked it. It was good. All right. So if we had a great time, and if you have an adventure you want us to review, probably won't get to it. But if you want to email us, email <laughs> us at uh, geeksofcascadia we'll at gmail.com. four years when we play it. Or Facebook us at Geeks of Cascadia. I think we've Instagram. Ge- again, Geeks of Cascadia, Twitter. Surprise, surprise. Or just call, call them at home. Right? Yeah, just, just put call his phone any number of them. Yes. Put his phone number in. That's right. He answers the phone 24-7. Right. Uh, thank you all for listening in to this or watching us. Um, we're gonna. I think it's D&D night, so let's go yes. play another let's uh, game of D&D. Yeah. All Here's right. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show. So what do you think, Rebecca? How how was that review? I thought it was really fun and interesting and... What did you think, Steve? I think I did an awesome job. He did, but a special thanks to other Steve. Yes. For, of course, running the campaign and then talking oh, to man. us about it. Thank you. Steve's a great DM. Yes, he is. He, is. he, he might is. be even He's better risen. than me. You each have different qualities. Yes. I thought you're, you're, was it a gnome or a halfling voice or something? Oh, why, thank you. I thought that was the cutest little thing ever. It oh, was thank you. cuter than Herbie in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh. <laughs> Hermie? Hermie? Hermie. 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 Yes. That was, yeah. a, that was a car. <laughs> do, you should do it. You should give a little. Uh, you know, that's it right there. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys do any nerd stuff or anything? Uh, no. I'm playing Marvel Puzzle Quest no. on my phone. But... Uh, you've been oh, that's right. I haven't bit. been playing. You need actually. to play. Oh, she's good you, because she's play. been playing Wizards United. Actually, yes, I have. And you're yeah, right. She's, she's cheating on you, you with power. Harry Potter. All you gotta do is play one time. I know. That's I just gotta get my daily, my Deadpool's daily. I have been playing um, Warriors of Waterdeep, though. I'll just play it right have now. You? I have. I kind of got stuck on the Harry Potter thing. And then, then I quit, kinda, I quit it because it sucks all the juice out of my phone. But it's kind of fun. I actually can see the the interest waning. I mean, you gotta just stand there. Well, it, it is. It, it's, it's it's Pokemon Go yeah. with a Harry Potter skin, and yeah. it's fun and all. But mm-hmm. I walk seven miles a day at work. I don't want to go walk in my free time. Yes, I was a little disappointed <laughs> right. that walking the perimeter of my yard did not get me any kilometers po- po- at po- all. Pokemon Go, I can sit in a bar, Bruce Almighty, and drink beer and play Pokemon Go. Because it's a pokey stop, right, right. But I can, I yeah. can, I can walk to another thing in between beers if I feel like it. But you can't do that in the Harry Potter Wizards United. Now, nerdy stuff I've been doing is I have been watching Jessica Jones. The current season. Current season. I'm still finishing season two. It's great. I love it. It's awesome. And uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be out. Um, hopefully, I'll have seen it by then. And are you guys going to see the? The Avengers again because they get the added. Really, I'm really tempted. I just want I, I wanted to see it again. Me too. Before. Me too. Maybe we should. We should see it. Maybe we should. We can. We that'd can. Pop, cool. We can interview people during it. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> we would love that. While the movie's going on. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. even better. What do you think about Iron Man dying? What do you think about? Oh, these sorry. Extra spoiler. Sixteen minutes of footage that we're doing. <laughs> what do you think? Let's, Let's do, do that. I think that'll be great. Hell yes. I will film Definitely. it, and you guys can interrupt the people. Definitely. <laughs> um, so it is D and D night, and it I is. see it is D and D time. D&D so that's time. we uh, do that. We didn't wow. do the beer thing. Um, Hold on, we didn't do the beer thing. Okay, I don't know what I'm drinking. What am Turbo I drinking? Turbo dog. Turbo dog. Thank you. As am I. Plus coffee. 
together. I've got By the Horns from Three Maniers Brewing. And, of course, a big thank you to Around the Table for allowing Always. us to drink beer and podcasts in your back room and play in D&D. Yes. Timmy. Mainly the D&D. Yeah, Timmy. Yes. <laughs> yes. So with that, I think that's all I have. Do you guys have anything last words? Anything you want to wish the people? Other than embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Woohoo! Listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.